0: Hello and good evening. Welcome to another episode of Between the Presets, a podcast by me, Rudy Stetner, that comes out every Monday evening. Here is the place where anything that can be said in polite company is fair game for discussion, even if it occasionally offends. Let's roll. Good evening. It is Monday, the 27th of Shabbat, 5784, the evening of the 5th of February, 2024. Yet again, we are in uh, an election season. Uh, It happens, it seems, every leap year when the United States of America chooses another president. Not even for the American Civil War was there a uh, pause in this section of the national cycle in which we chose our chief executive flashing back to 2016 i remember there was a montage of reactions among democrats it showed People in Democrat campaign headquarters outside on the street looking expectantly at huge screens showing the election returns. It showed sadness, disbelief, rage, and tears as it became clear that Donald J. Trump was the victor in the fight against uh, Hillary Clinton and there were tears despairing news comments from the talking heads in the news media a lot of people looked at those uh, videos with uh, schadenfreude kind of gloating in the defeat of the other side. Not necessarily the noblest or most sportsmanly reaction, but uh, understandable. But also not the worst possible outcome either. Elections do matter. It's interesting looking back at uh, History with 2020 Hindsight and seeing how nation-changing events uh, unfolded at the time. There was an election in Haiti in 1957. And the news media worldwide covered with interest the spectacle of a Haitian doctor whose start in a working career involved uh, going as a physician to remote and barely accessible villages in the countryside of Haiti, dispensing medication curing illnesses that are seldom seen and well under control if seen in developed countries. The news coverage uh, that gave background as to uh, his election uh, showed how people with disfiguring skin diseases uh, were cured uh, by this Kind country doctor through the administration of uh, medicine, which seemed almost magical to the uh, people who were treated by him. This gentleman's name was uh, Papa Doc Duvalier, and uh, he ruled from 1957 until his death in 1971. It didn't take too long for uh, his style of government to grow from authoritarian to terror-fueled. He was excommunicated by, I think it was Pope Paul VI for some of his uh, horrific human rights abuses The concept of any type of uh, human rights of the opposition in Haiti was completely extinguished. He passed on the uh, rule of Haiti to his son, um, Baby Doc, who didn't do so well and was overthrown in 1986. Like the... Day of, his, of Papa Doc's election in 1987, uh, the overthrow of his son was greeted with great hope. And yet today, I speak with uh, Haitians who, as much as they want uh, democracy and peace, give, a, give at least grudging credit to um, Papa Doc. For having presided over an era far more peaceful and orderly than uh, what exists today. There seem to be no easy solutions in that country. All of the allegedly well-intentioned outsiders who come in, come in with their own agendas. Um Organizations like the United Nations and the Clinton Foundation are not spoken very fondly, fondly of in um, Haiti. Uh, new elections bring new problems and sometimes the cures become diseases in and of themselves. Um, There are uh, election campaigns in which people battle each other in the street, in which there is an actual body count. There has to be a better way. I think if we're honest with ourselves, we will realize that no one at the outset wants hunger, war, poverty, violence, and oppression. Um, I think we all want peace, you know, abundance, freedom, and the right to pursue our well-being and that of our loved ones. Where we differ is the means we believe are most preferred in achieving those shared goals. Some people believe that uh, the government should um, provide solutions, provide jobs, provide food, what have you. And other people believe that the economic system should, uh, functioning properly, uh, provide the needs of the greatest number of people possible with uh, charitable intervention and um price controls uh what have you employed only as a last resort uh sometimes within families um children particularly teenagers will Say to their uh, parents, uh, it's my life, I want to live it the way I want, your rules are ruining my life. And then a uh, certain amount of time passes and the children who have become adults may realize either A, that the parents were right or least partially right or that b they were wrong and they want to make their the parents were wrong and uh at least partially and the children want to uh, make their statement about uh, how things should be by conducting their family life in uh, a different fashion but with uh um, blessedly few exceptions. The assumption that there is parental goodwill, even if it is at times uh, misguided or ill-informed, very strongly prevails. That observation may sound, um, paternalistic. It may sound condescending. But usually people who are in supervisory, uh, Positions in an organization, in a country, in a city, meet a lot of people and have a bird's eye view. Now you can disagree with them, think that they're totally wrong, but it doesn't it doesn't hurt to listen, and um, that admonition goes both ways. People struggling at ground level with. Uh, day-to-day struggles of earning a living, paying the rent, raising a family, Um, they can tell their hopefully well-intentioned leaders how well or not uh, efforts at reform are going. But it seems to me that the essence of patriotism, the essence of loving one's country should be sincerely wanting the well-being of its citizens, of one's neighbors. It should be possible for a person to sincerely believe that someone with whom they disagree is wrong, is grievously wrong, yet possesses other desirable qualities, human qualities, and to sincerely believe that one is um, acting in good faith, not only in one's own behalf, but on behalf of others as well. It seems that the citizens of Israel are faced with a far more fundamental struggle, There are people who want to defend the state of Israel's continued existence. And conversely, there are people who want to wipe out not only the state, but the majority of its inhabitants. People who openly gloat over October 7th and the brutality and violence of that time and state that uh, they want to perpetrate many, many more such horrific attacks against the Jewish inhabitants of Israel. And it should be noted uh the, inter- the, the internal enemies of those who are willing to use such uh, violent means such as Hamas, Islamic Jihad, what have you. I personally don't think that any uh, human beings should ever have to put up with uh, the personally violent, ruthless, and sadistic attacks to which uh, Israel has been subjected. I think that uh, releasing somebody who is some cases, killed 10, 20, even upwards of 50 people, uh, that releasing such a person in a ransoming of hostages cheapens the value of human life. Israel is a small country, and everybody knows someone who was... uh, Affected by the events of October 7th. Jews living abroad are uh, affected emotionally and directly, sometimes through family connections. I have personally made a resolution as an American citizen participating in Election 24, 2024, and as a Jew with a, with personal and religious ties to the land of Israel, to regard with love and acceptance those with whom I disagree passionately. Here in America, I have some family members who sadly don't take my calls. I am not a political missionary, but I, neither do I hide my uh, strongly held opinions. And I have other people with whom I maintain warm and cordial friendships who vote differently than I do. Life is a symphony, and sometimes if you watch an orchestra performing, you'll notice, for instance, a violinist um sitting silently, very attentively um, listening to the other People play, and waiting for their moment to jump in and play their part of the orchestral composition. This metaphor applies to civic life as well. Sometimes um, other people have a facet of the truth that they will voice and in turn Sometimes um, the unfolding of events the, uh, will either vindicate or repudiate, say, an economic policy, a policy regarding crime, immigration, rent, unemployment, what have you. Sometimes one must sit in silence and let the music play and step in when it is one's time to do so. Elections matter a great deal. The elections in 1860 that preceded the American Civil War mattered. The elections in 1932 that brought Adolf Hitler and the Nazi Party to power in Germany mattered a great deal. And the elections that brought Franklin Roosevelt to power in uh, the United States had their far-reaching consequences as well. One of the things that was, uh, this is on a lighter note, were uh, hotly debated in the United States in 1932 and before, was whether or not we should continue with prohibition. And, uh, Franklin Roosevelt, who was, uh, the elected in 1932, took office in 33, is famously quoted after the election victory as saying, I think it's time for a beer. And one of the things that happened was gradually, state by state and, and federally, uh, prohibition was repealed. My grandmother, I understood, fought prohibition by uh, um, selling her own uh, privately made alcoholic beverages. I heard that one bath of, one dose of what was colloquially referred to as bathtub gin actually got her quite sick. Uh, I personally prefer uh, the quality controls that come with some measure of government intervention. So uh, in concluding, uh, the reason I'm uh, sounding this note of uh, conciliation and reaching out to people with whom I disagree, I think that's a good policy within families, within neighborhoods, and within cities and nations. To me, This is the essence of patriotism far more than ostentatious displays is balancing the strongly held conviction that one is right with some faith in at least the potential decency of others and uh, their right to exist in the nation and on the planet. So I wish you all a blessed week. We're living in interesting times. I remember during the Crown Heights riots, you know, when there were police flooding the streets, uh, telling police with whom and my neighbors with whom I had, uh, also interesting conversations saying, uh, I hope you have a boring shift. I hope you have a boring day. Sometimes too much excitement is not always a good thing. So I hope with God's help to speak with you all next week. Thanks again for listening. This wraps up another weekly episode of Between the Presets. I thank you all for the pleasure of sharing with me my weekly muse. Whatever platform you access, hitting like, subscribe, or leaving a comment is much appreciated. My email address is thewinterriders at gmail.com, thewinterriders at gmail.com. Until next week, adio, which in some African languages means born on Monday or be righteous and closely resembles adios in Spanish.